Hi there, and welcome to another episode of Song and a Chat with your host, Pete Pasco. That would be me. Hey, how you doing? Alright, it's been a big day today, as I often say, it has. It's a beautiful spring day today, one of those beautiful blue days, and you think, oh, I might just have to get in the water here and have a swim, because I went down to the beach. But um, it was one of those spring days where the the breeze was just a little more breezy than you thought it might have been, and uh, it was coming in there just, just a little bit stronger than I thought. And uh, so, yeah, swimming was out of the question, <laughs> for me anyway, for a bit longer. I like to leave it till it gets you know, pretty warm, those sort of days where you're running across the sand and the sand's that hot, you can't wait to get in the water and do that thing, and that, that'll be summer. And uh, looking forward to that very soon. Sorry, just off the mic there a little bit. Yeah, sitting here playing the piano. Um, oh, by the way, welcome. If you're new here today and you're wondering what the this podcast is all about, well, I'm here to introduce a song, uh, and perhaps an old song, perhaps a new one, uh, one that may not make it on an album, or it might. Um, talking about a demo, and, and particularly talking about where the song came from. So. This is kind of like a songwriting podcast, I suppose. Well, what I say it's sort of like, yes, it is. Um, but along the way, uh, I'll, leave, I'll, leave the, I'll leave the gate open to possibility here and end up talking about old funny things that might have happened, stories about the time, and, you know, just talking about the song. There'll be, there'll be um, you know, songwriting tips along the way, for sure. I really put, enjoy putting those in. So if you've come here specifically for that, uh, yeah, do, do sort of have a look through, and uh, I hope you enjoy it. Well, welcome everybody. Pull up a chair. All right. Now, as I say, so I went down to the ocean today, and I went painting. <laughs> I did enjoy that. Um, I was laughing because a funny thing happened. You know, I was I was down there. Uh, I took my daughter down there today, and um, I was sitting there painting. And I'm a very low-fi painter. I'm not sort of. I haven't, I haven't got the beret on and the easel or anything like that. Oh no. I'm just sitting in the sand and I've got my acrylic paints all laid out next to me on this beach towel and I've got a, a small piece of board, a special board that I um, paint on, painting the scene, right? And I'm painting the scene of Port Phillip Bay here in Melbourne, which I've talked about in the past. It's a very large bay and it has a very small gap out to the ocean. So there are no waves that come in. The only waves we get really are when it's windy. Well, today we had a slight breeze, but just one of those spring breezes that puts that delightful ruffle on the water. You know, that light turquoise water. Beautiful. Anyway, I'm looking up. And what the heck is that? There's a great big container ships going by. You know those ones that they look, they, they sort of like put those blocks, like kids' wooden blocks from the distance, but they're actually great big containers going. They come and go up and down this, the old bay. Anyway... I looked again, and he, he motored along. I thought, gee, that, that big boat's motoring. That ship is motoring. And I went back to my painting. And my daughter said, Dad, wave, wave, wave. And I look up, and the bow wave of this massive ship finally uh, arrived like five minutes later. And it's a very shallow part of the bay. And this wave came shooting up the beach. I thought, ah, it'll stop. It'll stop. No, it's not going to stop. I leapt up, and racing through this wave. It it just sort of took out all my paints and my palette and everything like that. I, I grabbed my phone and the the painting and leapt up and oh, it was just funny. And then we were sort of on the wet sand. My daughter and I retrieving all the paints and brushes and stuff like that. So 
boy, that was entertaining. And incidentally, if you want to see that painting, you can go to petepasco.wordpress.com and check it out. It was down in Dramana, which is a nice place. All right. Here we're going to talk about a song. And the song is called Serene Room. And it is specifically not just about the room. It's about the view that I'm lucky to have. It's my living room. And it looks down towards the very bay. It looks down towards where towards where I was painting today. So um, that's the nature. That, that's, that's what the song's about. Uh, the, the, it's called um, Serene Room. And I'd, I like to say, I think it's a pretty serene sort of a song. But uh, there's a bit of a surprise on this one. Uh, on last week's episode, I, I touched on the idea of me telling a drummer what to do. You know, doom, 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 do that. I have had some had pretty scathing looks from drummers over the years going, buddy, leave it to me. I'm the drummer. Yep, fair enough. Well, this time on this demo, I'm the drummer, which is frightening because I've only, I learned uh, a couple of years ago, I, I put in a few few months in a row, just, just once a week, having a bit of a lash, trying to figure out what to whack when. And I, I came close here and there. <laughs> so look, um, I think I'm just going to roll it and, and see where it takes us today. So this song is called Serene Room. And uh, we're, we're actually, you know, I'm just going to play a second on the piano. Um, when I sat down and I thought about, I want to write a song about this room. I was actually in the room on my old piano. And I sort of, I just let my fingers fall and like, here's what I came up with, this riff. So all you need is a riff. When I know where a song comes from, Sometimes, just like a moment from a moment like that. As soon as I did that, I thought, yeah, I'm definitely in the mood here. I'm, I'm, I'm going to write this song. And, and these words came to me. Yeah, this room is serene. I told it like it is. All right. Speaking about uh, telling it like it is, why don't we roll it? I do hope you enjoy Serene Room. Here we go. This room is serene For the ceiling arch windows in The land stretches green Far away to the ocean Oh, I'm lonely into a trance Childhood memories Never a second chance when we're skin down
blues of the skies, the water birds, pleasing to the eye, soothing to you and I. Oh, there you go, uh, Serene Room. I'll tell you what, those drums were feature- featuring heavily, weren't they? <laughs> like, uh, that's a bit what a demo's about sometimes, you know? That some things aren't quite as you'd imagine they'd like, you'd like to have them in the, in the final sort of cut, and I would have a real drummer on there for sure. I'd, I'd suppose cracking myself up with some of those drum fills in there. Um, I'll talk more about the music in a minute. Right now, I'm going to dive in and talk about the lyrics. Okay, because that's what we do here. Uh, we're looking at uh, song number 670, folks, of your songbooks and the red book, all written out in pen. And it was, uh, I see, written in 2017. Gosh, it feels like yesterday. Those last three years. Just, oh, where have they gone? Mate, that's amazing. All right, now, I'll push the little glasses up so I can read it. Um, here we go. I was a bit of agriculture. Ah, righto. And I'm from actually from New Zealand. If you hadn't guessed already with the the accent, I'm living in Melbourne. I've been here about twenty years. And uh, just as I introduce that, ah, righto. Uh, it reminded me of this brilliant, brilliant actor. And uh, of course, his name's just escaping me at the moment. It will come. And uh, he did have a character in New Zealand called Fred Dag. And if you want to Google Fred. Dag with two G's because he became a real icon in New Zealand. And John Clark is the actor, 
and and more than an actor, he, he was he was just brilliant, brilliant human being. Uh, and he's passed away, unfortunately. Um, and uh, I did hear a, a great story uh, that he that people um, he moved a lot of people. I think I think it's a sign of a good man in a good way. He moved them in a good way. And uh, at, at his funeral, all kinds of people were invited to get up and just tell a story about. John Clark that they make and remember John by made him an interesting human being and I'll, I'll share that with you in just a minute but uh, yeah it involved waves actually there you go okay here we go this room is serene serene and where'd that come from John Clark oh yeah uh, righto mate here we go and uh, Fred Dagg would always say ah uh, yeah g'day there you go. no matter what the occasion no no sense of there was always black gummies on the old gum boots and black t-shirt righto G'day. Anyway, let's get that out of the way. This room is serene. This room is serene. Floor to ceiling arched windows and the land stretches green. Falls away to the ocean. All right, so I just had a look around the room. That, that's where the, I wanted to write a song about the room, so I thought I'd just describe it to you. Put the listener, that's you, put the listener in the picture. It's serene and green, so yeah, rhymed. Ooh. I'm lulled into a trance, childhood memories, never a second chance when we skin down knees. And don't you just remember that feeling of skinning your knees? Oh man, it, it just used to happen just every now and then, didn't it? You just think, yeah, I'd forgotten about that. No, oh, you, you come off your bike or you just skid over unexpectedly, you know, you, you kick and you land on the asphalt and that stuff is like a... You know, it's like a human-invented cheese grater for kids' knees and hands. And, oh, dear. It, it just brings back that sort of pain, doesn't it? Anyway, the trance of the childhood memories that uh, brought back, it wasn't really... It was the pain, yeah, yeah, the skinned knees that sort of comes to mind. Bit of a cliche in a way. That that's some of the early pain that we discover. That's what I was thinking about. I introduced that there. Like the, some of the early pain you discover, you learn through your pain and your mistakes when you're younger. So that... That sort of thing. But other happy memories too, yeah? Um, and when we fall over, who will pick us up? Gentle nature heals our wounds. Cool drink, fill my cup. And so I like I like the, um, just, just a few words in there. You know, it's not too wordy. I kind of like that. It kind of sums it up. And here's a tip. With lyric writing, you don't have to put all, put all the bits in like, who will pick us up? Okay, gentle nature will pick us up. Gentle nature will heal our wounds. It starts to sound like a, a book, you know. And um, I, I, I'll have a cool drink on an afternoon to fill my cup. Well, in a song, you haven't got that many seconds. And you can't waste a second, which I mentioned in the past. So incomplete sentences and images just coming after one after another can be really an effective way to go. So we'll just try that. Who will pick us up? Gentle nature, heal our wounds. I'm, I'm big on nature, healing us. Cool drink, fill my cup. And filling your cup, is your, is your cup half full or is it half empty? I woke up this morning and I tell you, I, I was a little bit worried about a couple of things with things going on. I thought, and I couldn't sleep in. I, really, I tell you what, I really needed some slick because I'm doing this large commission painting at the moment. Um, what did I do? I put some music on. All right, here we go. I uh, put on Peace by Pete Pascoe. It's an hour-long piano album that you can you can stream it if you like. It is so relaxed, 
particularly the second half. And I put that on just really, really quietly, had it drifting away and stretched my toes out. And I thought to myself, you know, look, I am a, a glass half full sort of person. What am I doing thinking about these worries? And so one by one, I let them go, breathed in and just focused on the stuff that I have done, that I've achieved and wanted to. All the all the wee worries we, we we think about, and we, we you know we don't have any effect on it. We only have a bad effect on things when we worry. So there you go, fill fill my cup, nature, please, come on. And that's what I did by going down to the ocean today. It filled my cup, I tell you. <laughs> and actually, did fill my cup with salt water, which I was dipping my brushes into. Okay, come on and walk by the ocean. Leave your worries in the sand. Collection of foolish notions. It's all out of our hands. So it doesn't that just sort of sum up all those words? Had, had I just sort of shut up and read the, the story, there were four lines that said everything that took me about three hours to get across there. Yeah, come on, walk by the ocean. That, that's, where I, that's where I catch a breath. Leave your worries in the sand. And I kind of like that. The worries gone into the sand. I don't know why they didn't go into the air, but left them in the sand. Maybe they, the worries, they, they, they let them go between my fingers. You know when you hold a, a, a um, handful of really, really dry sand at the beach and just let it run through your fingers on a hot day? That's what I was perhaps thinking about there. I like that. Um, collection of foolish notions. You idiot. What are you doing thinking about these worries? It's all out of our hands. You do have an effect on your life. Yeah, sure. Okay. You, uh, you know, act positively and well, and you're on your way to a good outcome. But a lot of the little stuff, hey. Anyway, back to the room, looking out the window. What do I see? Uh, turned out, turned uh, this page. Here we go. For this part of the writing, um, like, sorry, just go back to that first verse where I described the room and how it is, you know, wall, floor to ceiling, windows, and all that kind of stuff. Well, and then, and then I went into another world where I was lulled into a trance and thought about when I was a kid. And then I thought about skinning my knees and who'll pick us up. It's going to be nature because nature's there in the ocean. I really got outside my skin, didn't I? I went somewhere else. All of a sudden, oh, back in my skin. Okay, what's this, what's this song about? The room is serene. Oh, yeah. What's the view out the window? Well, here we are. The blues of the skies, the water and birds, pleasing to the eye soothing to you and I so that is all the words in this particular song and it just sort of came about as just I don't know it had a look around me and and, and that's what I came up with so I enjoyed that I, I think this song would work equally well as a poem and um, it, it, it sort of but it, it sort of came into its own I think when I started introducing the piano which which I think I'll go into now just off the mic there, I'll try and bring that a bit closer, I've, I've got my piano here, um, and as I say, I sat back and did, did this riff, yeah? I think what I'll do here now is, you know how I said it could be a poem? Well, it could be, but I also think it would be just a nice piano piece without, without any drums, <laughs> without any singing. I'm just going to play a little bit of the melody as well, okay? So you have this...
So that was a little bit clumsy. I was just trying to discover the melody, which I'd never actually picked out what notes they were. I just sort of sung that. But you get the idea. It, it would work. That with that, the, this room is serene, that bit. It sounded like the ocean all and all of a sudden. Um, just where with that. And then softer back into. Oops. That sort of thing. I, I really enjoy the playing the piano. Just, I guess, you know, that's pretty obvious. I've done it for a long time. Um, uh, I don't mind making mistakes publicly like that. There was pretty rough playing in there, wasn't it? But I was just trying to get that across there. I'll just try. Here we go. So depending on what octave you play, if you play higher, yeah, it can sound sort of quieter and softer and that sort of thing. So that was basically the the bridge. Uh, sorry, the bridge. It was the verse, wasn't it? A little bit. And then going into the middle part where I go... I will pick us up Gentle nature heal our wounds Where did the music come from that? Well, that's kind of an echo of this other part. You know where I was going? Well, the bass does that here. Now, I've, I've just realized that. So it's, it's really good fun doing these podcast episodes because I sort of figure stuff out. Okay, and the first part, it's around A, these are. Whereas that melody, as I say, is picked up in the left hand with slightly different chords. And there's that counter bass there going somewhere. So I just find that really interesting that went from. I'll get over it one day, then boom. Interesting, isn't it? Well, it is to me. The bass sort of took over there. Um, I do imagine the big double bass sort of going, no, no, no. I would love to do this with an orchestra one day. That'd be great. I was listening to a track by uh, Neil Diamond, uh, Jonathan Livingston Seagull, the other day. It sort of popped up on YouTube. Well, some good orchestrations in that. If you're looking, yeah, if you remember that out, check it out sometime. It's a similar sort of vibe, I guess, to this, actually. Similar sort of, um, just obviously the ocean, seagulls, that sort of thing. Okay, come on. Come on and walk by the ocean. Now, normally, not normally, but quite often when you're doing these minor chords, when you go into a chorus, quite often you go into a major chord where everyone feels good, like this. Uh, gonna feel good here come on and walk by the ocean oh yeah everybody dancing yeah <laughs> that sort of thing but i wanted some more atmosphere about it so i kind of knew i was going to stave the minor chords here and i went that's where i went this So a couple of things there. On that, come on and walk by the ocean. Quite, I imagine some guitars going on here. Did you hear me go? 
what it did there was what a guitar power chord, I think, plays an octave and the fifth in between. So you get that real sort of what I just did there. Uh, there was a third. It's quite a distinctive sort of a sound. I imagine some guitars really coming and getting going there. So I'd imagine this song is quite dynamic. Let's talk about dynamics for a second. Dynamics are your number one attention getter, I think, in terms of song performance. Yeah? You can get so much emotion out of just dynamics. And you throw in the sustain pedal, this one, the one on the piano that holds the notes. Have a listen to this section with no dynamics. Hang on. I won't do it for long because you won't like it. Okay, bit rough, isn't it? But if you put in this, quite big. Get the idea? I think. I think. Um, yeah, they're really super important. You can't get enough dynamics in my book. Tell you what, it's good. And for that, an orchestration would be nice okay um and that sort of took us along oh and that led to at the end a slightly different riff and i really am one as a songwriter never knowing when to stop <laughs> I, I like unexpected stuff and this is a tag at the end and you could again dynamics you could do this so quietly couldn't you Almost sounds like raindrops at the window. Another instrument, maybe. Here we go. And you're back. So, yeah, dynamics. Really super important. It's an unusual song, this one. Um, it's not... Yeah, so it's not so. It's not definitely not your radio single, is it? There'd be an album cut, and I really enjoy the old days, young uns. You're not, you don't know what I'm talking about here, but uh, albums used to be released, and they still are. I know, but there's an awful lot of just single tracks, as they're referred to, and I think calling a song a track is a real kind of undermines the importance of a song. Song is something that's really cool. A track is just a digital thing and I, I i loved buying an album and bringing it home and it was vinyl it was big and an album had room for songs that weren't necessarily going to grab you in the first 10 seconds it was often like the third time through you'd start to get a you knew there was a feeling that you liked about it straight away but you perhaps didn't know what the song was really and perhaps you never will and perhaps it's a sort of song that keeps asking questions and i think that's pretty good if, if you can if you can manage that with a song i think that's a that's an interesting kind of song and it it just keeps getting a new life and then you know all right there you go let's have have a look what else what else was i thinking i wrote down a couple of notes here um yeah strings got the electric guitars back to the initial hook oh yeah and after all that after that um hook at the end that and we're back in there. Come on and walk. All that sort of stuff. And then what happens? We're back to the original opening riff. 
which is yeah, it's not an original thing. That's that's done a heck of a lot. But I just think that's really effective, and it's effective because with all those dynamics and everything, it's a little bit like a movie. It goes this the song goes through these different stages and big dynamics and down and up, and for that reason, look, I think I think it works. There you go. I've I've really enjoyed uh, looking at Serene Room today, and uh, it's it's a it's a marvelous thing being down by the ocean, isn't it? Oh, good lord! Look at the time. Nearly time to finish. I want to tell you that story about John Clark, uh, the Mister. John Clark. I met him once. Very interesting, nice fellow. Very, very nice, humble man. And um, the story that someone told uh, at his funeral was this. John Clark liked um, boogie boarding. He was a man in his 60s, bear in mind, at this stage. And he took a long drive back to Adelaide. And on the way, he saw these magnificent big waves driving. And he, he pulled over, leapt in the ocean, went out there. And he was telling his friend about this. He, and uh, what he did was he went zooming in. He caught this almighty big wave. And it just went forever. And he's zooming in, zooming in. And as he came in, he looked up. And then what he said to his friend? He looked up and he looked to see if his parents were watching him. Bear in mind, this is a man. These you know, parents were, had passed away some time ago. And I just thought, how cool is that? Because... He got he got back and he discovered that that inner joy of, of being a kid, you know, brought that back those childhood childhood memories. So, for John Clark, on that boogie board, maybe that was his way of discovering some of that childhood joy, and perhaps that's a great way to get rid of a few worries. So, if you if you've got a hobby that you like doing that really makes you feel good, it's kind of timeless. Um, it gives you joy, and it awakens joy that you remember from when you're a kid i think you're on the right path to something pretty cool i i think that's that's not a bad way to get rid of a few worries if you've got a few worries floating around all right well thanks so much for tuning in i do hope you've enjoyed today uh i have it's been another journey of un un sort of known i haven't really known where i've been going um it's been great if you have enjoyed it, please do feel free to, you know, follow me on these episodes. And uh, you can follow me on my uh, podcast here or the, the blog, if you like. Or if you want, send me an email, info at petepasco.com. Tell me what you're up to. Tell me what you liked about the episode. That'd be great. Tell me what I can improve on. <laughs> you know, I, look, I'm the first to admit today it was pretty loose by my standards even. But it, it did get that feeling of discovery. I discovered a few things that I, th- I hope you found it as interesting as I did. hope you've been entertained. Thanks so much for tuning in. I'll catch you next week. This is Pete Pascoe signing out. <laughs> He's gone. See ya. Thank you very much. <laughs>